Hi, Melissa Dealey, and I want to let you know about my free workshop called Stress, the Silent Killer. This workshop is designed to let you know how stress is impacting your health, the health of your internal organs today, and what that does to your health outcomes. We don't know what we don't know, right? And stress is the reason for 95% of doctor's visits and 60% of all illnesses. When you know what stress is doing to your health, you're more motivated to actually start to change some habits that you might have. And I will be sharing with you some habits that you can start implementing immediately that will start to lower the stress on your body and improve the health of your internal organs and health outcomes. So I'd love to have you join me at this workshop. Click the show notes, the link in the show notes below, or go to my website, yourguidedhealthjourney.com, click on programs and then workshops in order to register. Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake-up call. Welcome back to the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I am your host, Melissa Dealey. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And this month, the month of March 2022, my focus is on the power within, the power within our own body. Our body knows it is never wrong. Sometimes we have imbalances in the body, and that is what I want to be talking about today. Because when we tune in to the power within our own body and listen, we can truly be working in harmony with our body. So our body is simply incredible, and yet many of us take it for granted day in and day out. We only get one body in this life, and we need to look after it. If your body is failing you, though, it isn't your fault. There are many things in society today that are working against you taking care of your body well. That's lack of education in our health and how to be proactive and better caring for our body. High stress and the demands of society to you know work harder do more the 40 hour work week that becomes the 60 hour work week just based on demands in workload and expectations of your boss and other superiors there's poor nutrition look at what's offered in the supermarket shelves there's so many foods that are nutrient deplete and yet because they're in the stores people buy them 
They're loaded with sugars that are addictive that make us want more. Salt does the same thing. And we're not feeding our body and giving our body what it needs in order to be in a state of good health. We also have nutrient deplete soils. And so when the nutrients aren't in the soil, they're not then grown into the food and therefore we're not getting the nutrition into our body. And I share an example of this over and over again, but if we just take one food, oranges, and we look at the nutrient density of an orange back in the 1930s and 40s to today, we would need to eat nine oranges today to get the same nutrient density out of what they got from one orange back in the 1930s and 40s. And nobody does that. There's too much fiber in that orange. You'd get full too quickly. But it goes to show you that if we're not giving our body the nutrition that it needs, it can't be functioning at the level that we demand of it, right? And we also, many of us have grown up with the belief that we don't really have to look after our bodies because if we get sick, we go to the doctor, they'll give us a pill and they'll make us better. But that system is failing us as well, because very often that simply ends in chronic illness, which is our true epidemic in the world today. Look around you. Everybody knows somebody with some kind of chronic illness, whether it be heart disease, type 2 diabetes, leaky gut, autoimmune diseases, Alzheimer's and dementia, some forms of cancer, obesity. These are all chronic illnesses. And they're all lifestyle illnesses. And when we know how to work with our body, we can choose to not end up in a state of chronic illness. But again, the education isn't there for you to easily find this information out. When I was in the corporate world, I didn't know this. I didn't know what I know today, seven years later. And when I first started and um, taking all of my health coaching courses, I kept having these ahas of, why didn't I know that? Why hasn't somebody told me this? How can I be in my 40s and never have learned this before? Simply because it's not taught through our education system. It's not readily available through our public health system. We have to choose to take additional courses to get the information we need to truly know how to look after our body. But if that isn't your planned vocation or your planned interest at university, et cetera, you haven't necessarily taken those extra courses. So that's why I have this podcast. And that's why I'm here sharing with you today, because I truly believe it is so important. As I said, we have one body and we need to be looking after it. And our body really would just like to be in balance. And yet there are things that we do all day long. From the food we eat, as I've mentioned, to the stress we are under, to the lack of sleep. All of these things can create imbalances within our body. But because it's happening inside where we can't see it, we don't necessarily know that it's happening. Now, our body does try to let us know. It talks to us. And you might have heard me say this before, that at first it whispers gently like the touch of a feather. And if we don't listen, it might come along and thump us with a brick. And if we still don't listen, watch out because it might whack us with a wrecking ball. And all of us know someone who's been whacked with a wrecking ball. 
whether it be, you know, they just can't get out of bed one morning because their body has said enough is enough. You need to slow down and it is time to heal. And I'm going to make sure you slow down by making you feel so awful that you can't get out of bed. Maybe that's someone in a state of burnout, or maybe it's somebody that, you know, has a diagnosis of a chronic illness. They didn't go to bed perfectly healthy and then wake up the next morning with a diagnosis. That chronic illness has been building inside their body over weeks, months, and in some cases, years. And the body's been talking them to them throughout that time, but we don't slow down enough. We don't hear the messages. Or perhaps we do hear the messages, but we've been programmed by society to believe it's just normal aging. It's my genetics or seasonal allergies or whatever other label we give it to allow ourselves to ignore the messages and keep going on in our busy lives, do, 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 in order to get everything done that's on our plate. But when we do this, what happens? The body continues to get more and more out of balance. And this triggers inflammation. And that causes cells to turn on disease. And at some point, we get thumped with a brick or whacked by a wrecking ball. Now, I've talked about this on previous episodes, but I know not everyone's listened to every single episode, although I have had several people reach out to me recently telling me they have listened to every single one of my episodes. And thank you to those of you that are tuning into every episode. I really appreciate that feedback too. So what I've talked about before is what Hippocrates said over 2000 years ago, that all disease starts in the gut. So in starting to pay attention to our body, we need to really be paying attention to this epicenter of our health. And now modern day science, epigenetics, has proven Hippocrates to be correct. What we now know with epigenetics is that it is not just your genes that are a factor in whether you get a disease or not. We all have genes in our body that predispose us genetically to certain diseases. But what we now know is that's only 5 to 10% of the equation as to whether you actually get that disease. The other 90 to 95% of the equation is the lifestyle factors and the environment you create inside your body, in your gut. And I know these stats can sound scary, but I like to think of them as empowering as they mean that in 90 to 95% of the cases of all disease, you have the choice as to whether you let your cells turn on the genes for that disease. Because remember, it's five to 10% of the equation is your genetic predisposition and 90 to 95% of the equation is the environment you choose to create inside your body. That is what dictates your health outcomes. You absolutely have the choice as to whether your cells turn on the genes for that disease. You might be genetically predisposed to heart disease, but that doesn't mean you will get heart disease. 
Instead, it means you have a choice to create a body that is in balance with normal levels of inflammation so your cells never turn on your genes. And we see that all the time in siblings, right? One sibling might get the disease that both of their parents had or their parents and their grandparents and another sibling might not. They have very similar genes because they're in the same family, but maybe their lifestyles are different. And that is why one ends up with the disease that their parents and grandparents have had and the other one doesn't. We see it even with twins. There's research that shows that. And it comes down to the lifestyle factors, not the genes. So how do you ensure that you keep your body in balance and have normal levels of inflammation rather than chronic inflammation in your body? Well, it all starts with education which is, as I said, why I offer this podcast. So thank you for listening. And the reality is, is we don't know what we don't know until we need to know. But knowledge is power. So what if you could learn about your health now in order to start to take preventative action? Well, I presume that's why you're here. And this is what is unfortunately missing in society. We are not taught how to take preventative steps in our health. If you, however, recognize that health is your true wealth or your greatest asset, then you will want to take care of it. You take care of your house, don't you? Cleaning bathrooms and your kitchen, vacuuming the carpets, fixing things that are broken, painting it, doing renos. And you take care of your car, taking it for regular services and oil changes. But do you take care of your body in the same way? Okay, maybe you take a shower every day. Maybe you exercise every day. And if you exercise every day, kudos to you, but you are still in the minority. What else are you doing to take care of your body? Do you know your inflammation levels? Do you know your cortisol levels? Are you taking care of them, keeping them in balance? Do you know your mineral levels? One of the most common causes of heart disease is an imbalance in your electrolytes, calcium, magnesium, sodium, potassium. Wouldn't it be nice to know these levels in order to keep them in balance, seeing as death by cardiovascular disease is the number one killer in North America? Do you know if your hormones are out of balance? Do you know all four thyroid markers? One in eight women will get thyroid disease in her life, and yet our medical system only looks at one marker, not all four markers in an annual exam. Knowing all four markers allows you to see the early warning signs which allows you to bring the body back into balance more easily. By the time that one marker shows there's a problem with the thyroid, the body is far more out of balance and it takes longer to bring it back into balance. Do you know if your gut has candida or bacterial overgrowth, mold, fungus, parasites, or H. pylori? Do you struggle with gas or bloating, acid reflux, constipation, or diarrhea? Well, all of these are signs of an unhappy digestive system a sign that the gut is out of balance. And nearly all of my clients struggle with one or more of these things. And they're finally at a point where they're looking for answers because they're tired of having to deal with it or not getting answers. And so this is, you know, maybe they're that stage between the feather and the brick. And that's where I love to work with clients because it's much easier to help the body heal than if we're already at the wrecking ball stage. 
it is extremely common these days for people to be having digestive issues simply because of our lifestyle factors that I talked about before. Poor nutrition, high stress, poor sleep. Our gut is an entire ecosystem of 40,000 species of bacteria, 5 million species of fungi, 300,000 species of parasites. This is six pounds of living species and over 100 trillion microbes in our gut or our microbiome. And they are all designed to work in balance to help break down our food, keep our immune system strong, fight off pathogens, and live symbiotically within us for our optimal well being. But as I've said, stress, poor nutrition, poor sleep, antibiotics, food sensitivities and intolerances, birth control, anti-inflammatory products like Tylenol and Advil, and more can create imbalances in our gut. So using all, all of these factors over the course of a lifetime mean that many, many people in today's world are struggling with imbalances in their gut, which causes inflammation, and then can trigger our cells to turn on disease. So is it any wonder that we have so much chronic illness in our world today? So how do you find out if your body is out of balance aside from it talking to you, but then you're not really being sure what that means? Well, the easiest and quickest way is to run at-home lab tests. These labs are literally mailed to your home with instructions on how to do them. A urine sample, a blood spot card, meaning you prick your finger and you drip some blood onto a card with circles on it, a hair snipping from hair at the nape of your neck, or saliva tests where you spit saliva into a tube. All things that you can do at home. You don't have to make an appointment. You don't have to go to a clinic. You can do these at home. I offer my clients discount pricing on the labs when we work together over a minimum of four sessions as we guide your body back into balance once we see what is going on, where it is out of balance based on the results of your labs. That was the gap I saw in the market in working with my own naturopath and referring others to her. They would get their results and then they'd be told what to do, what they should do, but did they actually do it? Unfortunately, they didn't because they didn't know where to start and it felt overwhelming and it just felt too hard. So they did nothing. And there is no point in having the information from the labs if then you do nothing with it. So that's why I support my clients through a process of four sessions, using an app, providing meal plans and recipes if needed, and then answering questions through the app, adjusting supplements as needed as we guide the body back into balance. This high level of support is what gets results from my clients. And that is what I want for my clients. So whether you know your body is already talking to you or you want to take proactive action, these lab tests are for you. They provide you so much information as to what is going on inside your body. And as we look at the imbalances, we then know the steps to rebalance the body. And once the body is back in balance, it will heal itself if that's what's needed. That is what the body is designed to do heal itself, just like it heals a cut finger or a broken arm. It's our daily life, though, that has us so far out of balance due to, again, let's say it together, poor sleep, poor nutrition, high stress. We've burned through all our vitamins and minerals, 
And the body is in a state that is simply too depleted to be able to bring itself back into balance. And so then it can't heal itself. It needs added support. And so where we, we use the labs, we determine those imbalances, and then we support what is needed to bring the body back into balance. A body imbalance doesn't get sick, doesn't harbor disease, or hold on to excess weight. So let's talk about these labs. Anyone listening, you might want to go to my YouTube channel because I'm going to share my screen here so that you can actually see the labs. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can watch this portion later as uh, I show you exactly what the labs look like. And while you're on my YouTube channel, it would be awesome if you could also subscribe. I'm trying to get to 100 subscribers so that I can actually brand my YouTube channel. And then it would be so much easier for me to just tell you here and now what the URL is, because I hope one day it will be youtube.com forward slash your guided health journey. But it is not that today. So I will put the link in the show notes. Please subscribe. I'm almost at my 100. Just need a few more. And then next time around. I can uh, actually give you the URL verbally as well. So let me share my screen here and we are going to run through these labs. So the first lab I wanna talk about is the food sensitivities lab. This lab tests for over 190 different foods and assesses the immune response in your body when you eat these foods. An immune response is also creating inflammation. When we have a cut finger, the body creates inflammation in that area to help heal the cut, heal the wound. Same thing with a swollen ankle, right? When we have an immune response, it triggers inflammation. So if we are unknowingly eating foods that we have a sensitivity to day in and day out, we are creating inflammation in our body. And that over time has us in a a place of chronic inflammation, which we don't want because remember chronic inflammation triggers our cells to turn on those genes that we, that trigger the disease that we're genetically predisposed to. And you might, I have people come to me that uh, have digestive issues. They have symptoms and they say, well, it's not the food because I've been eating this food my whole life and it can't be the food. But here's the reality. There's several factors going on here. First of all, as children, we innately know what our body likes and doesn't like because we have that innate ability to listen to our body. But what happens is our well-meaning parents, my parents did this to me and I did this to my children because remember, I didn't know then what I know now. We'll put food on the table the same meal for everyone because it's convenient to feed the whole family the same meal. And when somebody says, I don't want this, we get told, eat everything on your plate because there's children starving in Africa. We've all heard that. But the reality is, is that a young child doesn't have the vocabulary in order to truly say how that food makes them feel and explain that to a parent. And the parent isn't necessarily listening because the parent is reacting out of habit in the way they were parented, talking about children starving in Africa. So over time, we start to override our body signals. We stop listening to our body signals and we eat the food. 
And because it's not an anaphylactic reaction, there's nothing dire going on. We might not feel great the next day. We might have a tummy ache. We might have brain fall. We might have joint pain, but we don't uh, associate it with the ongoing eating of this food, or we don't communicate that to our parents. So we keep eating it. And over time, over the span of a lifetime, this escalates and the body starts talking to us more loudly or trying to speak with different symptoms to make us finally do something. Kind of, we get to that brick stage where we now we're like, okay, this is so bad. I need to actually investigate this, but we still don't think it's the food. It's also very difficult to discover which foods are the culprit because we eat so many different foods in any given day. And when it's a food sensitivity, the symptoms tend not to show up for 24 to 48 to even 72 hours later. And let me ask you this. Do you remember what you ate three days ago? Can you name every single food you ate? Probably not. And as a result, it's very difficult to figure this out on your own, even using a food diary. And so running the lab just makes it super easy because it tells you what foods you have a sensitivity to. If you're enjoying my content and someone that wants to step into being proactive in your health and learning more, I would love to invite you to join my membership community. There's a link in the show notes for only $19.99 a month. You get access to all of my content and there is a lot as well as weekly calls that you can come and get your health questions answered. It's truly priceless. I'd love to see you join the community. Check out the link in the show notes. The other thing that increases our risk of food sensitivities is our toxic load. Something else I've talked about often, and if you're not familiar with toxic load, you can go back and listen to my episodes one through four of this podcast. As we increase our toxic load, we're also uh, increasing our body's inflammation levels and increasing the number of sensitivities we will have when it comes to our food because our digestive system is weaker and we struggle to break down foods. So we further increase inflammation. So this particular sample report that you can see on the screen here just shows page one of this lab. It's going through dairy, it's going through legumes, it's going through fruits, it's going through grains, fish, seafood, um, meat, as well as nuts and seeds. And this particular person on this sample report has a lot of food sensitivities. So this tells me that they very likely have a leaky gut and we need to be addressing their gut while also eliminating the foods. When we eliminate the foods, we start to lower inflammation, we start to lower stress on the body. And when we lower stress on the body, the body can start healing. And once we heal the gut, we can then start to reintroduce these foods. Now, when we remove the foods, we're not removing them forever. We're removing them depending on the degree of sensitivity for six weeks, 12 weeks, or six months. And yes, we can reintroduce them once we've given the body a chance to heal. It simply may mean that as you reintroduce them and you have newfound awareness around how you feel and you're introducing one food at a time, you can assess over that 72-hour period how that food makes you feel. Does it give you brain fog? Does it give you joint pain? Does it cause stomach aches? Does it cause gas or diarrhea or bloating? So that you know what that food does to you. And with a healed gut, maybe it doesn't do anything at all. Or maybe it does. 
And so now you have choices. You have the choice to eat that food less often, right? You're not going to eat it three times a day, seven days a week. Many people do eat grains three times a day, seven days a week. And if their body can't cope with it, we need to cut it back. So, or maybe it's eggs. Maybe you have eggs three days a week, five days a week. Well, now if it's eggs that are the problem and eggs are the number three food sensitivity, first is gluten, then dairy, then eggs. If eggs are the problem, well, maybe you're going to have eggs once every couple of weeks, not three to five times a week. So it gives you choices. If you shouldn't be doing gluten and dairy, but the whole family is doing pizza and you're watching a hockey game together, whatever it is, and it's a Friday night, maybe that's okay because over the weekend you don't have any plans. And if you don't feel great or you have brain fog, it doesn't matter if you lie around on the couch. But if you have a really big presentation in three days, maybe you don't want to have that pizza just to make sure that you don't have that brain fog or that discomfort before your presentation. So again, it gives you choices. Having this knowledge is powerful because then you get to make the right choices for you, knowing the ramifications, as opposed to not knowing and some days feeling good and some days feeling like crap and not understanding why. So the next lab is the thyroid and adrenal hormones lab. And I love this lab because it gives us so much information in one place. It gives me all four sex hormone markers. It gives me four cortisol markers throughout the day. It gives me all four thyroid markers. It gives me both the fasted insulin and the 90-day insulin markers, as well as vitamin D markers. You can't see that because that's on page two. But all of this information in one place is extremely helpful for people, especially people that are struggling with low energy. Because I get to see what is your cortisol doing? Is it doing what it should be doing, which is it should be highest in the morning when you wake up between 6 and 8 a.m. And then it should be dropping by about half by lunchtime, dinner time, and then at its lowest at bedtime. Because we want cortisol low at bedtime. It's the invoice marker to melatonin. We want melatonin at its highest at bedtime so that you can get into a deep restorative sleep. And when cortisol isn't functioning that way, it's an indication of the stress on your body. And you may not feel that stressed, but the reality is, is stress stacks within our body and our body is trying to cope with that stress. And not only the stresses in your daily life, but perhaps you've got a parasite that your body's fighting. You've got gut imbalances. Maybe you're fighting a virus. Those are all stresses as well that your body is trying to cope with. And perhaps it's not able to calm properly at night for you to get into that deep restorative sleep, for your body to be able to make the melatonin that needs to be made. And we need to support your body in calming before bed. And we can do that through the use of natural supplements. So when we see the imbalances in your cortisol, we know how to support the body in coming back into balance. Seeing estrogen and progesterone ratios is really important, particularly for women, because a when estrogen is too high relative to progesterone and the balance is off, it puts us into a state of estrogen dominance. And when we're in a state of estrogen dominance, that can trigger other things inside our body. It can cause our thyroid to slow down. This is why so many more women have thyroid disease than men. As I said earlier, one in eight women will get thyroid disease in their lifetime. 
So if our estrogen is too high relative to progesterone, it can trigger thyroid issues. It can also put us on the path towards type 2 diabetes. It can also, left unchecked, cause breast cancer. It's one of the known causes of breast cancer. So seeing all of this information on one lab is really important, helpful information in order for us to understand where the body is out of balance and help bring the body back into balance. The next lab is the gut health lab. Oops, I went one too far, two too far. There we go, our gut health lab. And this lab is also incredibly helpful. This is a urine sample, and it will show us whether you have bacterial overgrowth, candida overgrowth, mold or fungus in your gut. That's all on page one. Page two goes into mitochondrial function. And of course, our mitochondria are our energy powerhouses in the body. And if they're not functioning well, we need to be supporting them in order for you to have good energy. It also goes into neurotransmitter function because of that gut-brain connection. If the gut isn't happy, neither is the brain. And if the gut isn't happy, it's not producing neurotransmitters, particularly serotonin and dopamine, at high enough levels for us to feel good and happy. And that's sometimes why people go to the doctor saying, I feel blah, I'm just down, I feel depressed. And they get put on a drug, an anti-anxiety or an antidepressive drug, as opposed to let's look at what's going on inside your gut that could be triggering it to not be able to produce the right amounts of serotonin and dopamine levels for you to feel good. Again, when we understand this information, it's really powerful in being able to uh, heal the body or bring the body back into balance, at which point it heals itself. I'm not healing anything. I'm not diagnosing anything. I'm simply looking for the imbalances, helping the body come back into balance, at which point it will heal itself. So this lab also shows us vitamin levels for key vitamins. Again, we burn through those under high stress. So we want to know if your body is depleted and then support those levels so that the body can function optimally. And it also shows uh, detox pathways. Are your detox pathways functioning well or are they blocked? Do we need to support them more? We do live in a toxic world. And so the body needs all the support it can get when it comes to detoxing. The next lab is our metals and minerals lab test. This is simply a hair clipping from the nape of the neck. And this lab will show us our electrolytes and all of our key minerals. So our electrolytes are our calcium, magnesium, sodium, and potassium. And as I said earlier, when there's an imbalance there, that is a very common cause of heart disease, our number one killer in North America. When we are under stress, we also burn through our minerals like we do our vitamins. And so we can very often be depleted in our minerals, including our zinc, our copper, our manganese, our chromium, our selenium, our phosphorus. And then the body can't bring itself back into balance. So we need to address this. We need to support the body by giving the body what it needs. But what's important too, when it comes to our minerals is it's not just about our deficiency levels. It's also about having them be in balance with one another. We don't want so much copper that we don't have enough zinc because they will push each other up and down. We need to have them in balance. The same for calcium and magnesium, for example. So again, this lab shows us all of that. And it also shows us um, metal toxic levels for five key metals. 
aluminum, arsenic, mercury, cadmium, and lead. And it's important to know that too, because our body struggles to detox metals, which are not natural in the body by itself. So we need to support it with a proper heavy metal detox to get those metals out. Because if we don't, what do they do? They cause inflammation. What does that do? Over time, that chronic level of inflammation will trigger our cells to turn on disease. Not only that, some of those metals are neurotoxins, meaning they get into our brain and they cause problems with our, our brain function. And we don't want that. We've only got one brain as well, right? So we know aluminum is a known neurotoxin. So is mercury. So the next lab is our omega-3 lab test. And I love this one. It's measuring our level of inflammation in the body. It's comparing our levels of omega-3s to omega-6s. These are our essential fatty acids. And they're essential because our body doesn't make them. So we have to get them through our food. Omega-6s are the inflammatory essential fatty acid and omega-3s are the anti-inflammatory. But here's the thing. Omega-6s are in everything in terms of our food. It's very easy for us to get omega-6s into our diet, whereas omega-3s are harder to get. The best sources are wild fatty fish like sardines, anchovies, wild salmon, wild mackerel. The, there are some plant-based omega-3s as well, but the body has to go through an extra process to break that down. And so it's harder for us to get enough through just a plant-based diet, or we have to eat a lot more in order to get enough. So I love this lab because it says right under that green line where it says total omega-3, 8%, right underneath that, it says we want to be at 9%. If we, when we get to the desired level of greater than 9%, we are actually then reducing our risk of sudden death by cardiovascular disease by 90, 90%. Now that's powerful. Given that death by cardiovascular disease is the number one killer in North America. If we could get everybody in the world to balance their omega-3 to omega-6 levels in order to have balanced inflammation in the body, we would lower our levels of heart disease significantly. So what else that I love about this lab is that on page two, it actually shows us, does your body need more EPA or more DHA, which are two types within omega-3. And so when you go to get a supplement, you buy something at the supplement store, there's so many things to choose from. How do you know what's a good supplement? And is it actually giving you what your body needs? And so here we're getting that additional information so that you know, I need a omega-3 supplement, a fish oil supplement that has more EPA than DHA, or I need one that has more DPA than um, DHA than EPA, right? It's just giving you more information which again, knowledge is power. And then the last lab that I want to share with you is our stool test. This lab will also look for candida overgrowth, bacteria overgrowth, and goes further. It looks at for parasites, it looks for H. pylori, and it also looks at digestive function. What's the pH level in your stomach? What's the enzymatic production in your stomach? Are the levels good or not? And so that's a lot of powerful information for people that 
are struggling with digestive issues or have symptoms of parasites or H. pylori, and we need more information. And sometimes you think parasites or H. pylori are just a problem in developing countries, but that isn't true. It's actually still very common globally because of course we travel to uh, developing countries and then come home again, but we can get parasites and H. pylori locally within our first world countries as well from a number of different sources. So this is a three-day stool lab. And the reason that we do it as a three-day lab is that the spec of stool that you take out of the stool and put into the container is a fairly small spec. And so from your bowel movement, you pick a spot, it could, it's easy to actually miss the pathogen. But when we do it over three days, we have a much higher chance of finding the pathogen in at least one of those stool samples in order to know exactly what we're dealing with. And when we do just a one day test, there's a very high uh, false negative. So you get told, oh, you don't have anything. There's nothing wrong with you. We've just done a one day test. But what I see in the three day labs is I'll see the results across all three days and I'll see, oh, day one, there was nothing, but on the day two lab, we found something. And on the day three test, we found something. Or sometimes we find it just in one of the samples of the three, but at least we know it's there and what we're dealing with. So then we know how to eradicate it from the body and then again, bring the body back into balance. So I wanted to share all of this with you today because again, we're talking about the power within our gut health, our, the way our body talks to us, and the way our body is designed to be in balance. And when we understand that, when we know how to listen to our body, and when we also know the options that are available to us to determine whether our body is out of balance in any of these areas I've addressed through the labs, you have more choices. You have more choices to choose to be proactive in your health and get a baseline of all of these labs when you're feeling amazing to know exactly what your levels are and then run the labs annually if you like to catch the early warning signs of things going sideways. Or if you are struggling with symptoms, then these labs can really help you understand what is going on and then how we can address that in order to bring the body back into balance. So thank you so much for listening. I invite you to reach out if you would like to know more information. You can contact me via email at melissa at yourguidedhealthjourney.com or simply go to my website, which is yourguidedhealthjourney.com. The other thing that I want to share is that I really appreciate you listening and love that you are here wanting to learn about your health. It is my mission this year to touch the lives of a thousand people and create a healthier global community. But to track that, I need to hear from you. So if you love what I'm offering, either in my podcast, my blog, my workshops, my membership program, or my website, please send me an email or reach out to me through my website on the contact form and just let me know, because that allows me to track you as somebody who I've touched in, in um, 2022 as part of my goal to create a healthier global community. Thanks for listening. And I hope you'll come back and join me for the next episode. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. 
please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.